Today on Locked On Rockies, swept again for the eighth straight loss. So now what? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast. I am Paul Holden, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. You can find us on your favorite podcast networks. You can find the show on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be part of the show by dropping your comments on the videos or being part of the live chat. Your subscription to Locked On Rockies is the best way to help the show grow, and we sure do appreciate it, folks, because, hey, even in the tough times, we'll be here talking about the Colorado Rockies each and every day. We're also on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. You can check out all your Locked on Rockies action and your Rockies play-by-play action as they get ready for what should be kind of a cool series. I mean, the Rockies don't always get to see the Angels all that much. SiriusXM is going to have you covered here going throughout the weekend. Uh, we are also brought to you today by Game Time. Game Time's got you covered. Uh, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Today on the Locked On Rockies podcast, I ask, now what? Now what for the Rockies? At this point in the season, you really need to start looking at things, and you really need to take a big-picture look if you're the Colorado Rockies. We'll ask if this team was healthy. Is it a wild-card contender? And uh, I'll give you a little preview of that. Uh, Twitter is pretty one-sided. I did a, uh, a poll over there on the Locked on Rockies Twitter account. And uh, last I checked, it is completely lopsided. We'll dive into that and uh, we'll also question, is it too soon to tell? I wanted to ask first, as I broke down this, as I was watching this series, we talked a lot about philosophy and I'm hoping to still do something with Locked on Reds because I really want to get their perspective on on. on the, the, the drastic difference between the Reds in June of last year and June of this year. And I'm not talking about record. I'm just talking about perception. I'm talking about philosophy. I'm talking about mindset. Mind you, this was a this was a team that had a, a high-ranking official. I can't remember who I, I, I can't remember all the nuts and bolts of what it was, but saying, hey, if you don't like it, where else you gonna go? And just being total smarmy, mar- parmy. Uh, I mean, this, you know, pardon for for lack of a better words, dickhead approach to uh, 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 of 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 being just something that drives me nuts as a as a someone who runs an a team. Just that, just the, those type of interviews, and we've heard it time and time again. The arrogance involved in there could be when they just. Well, there's no better option. What else are you going to do? What? Where else are you going to go? Uh, oh, like they know baseball. Uh, like, you know, I know baseball better than here. I went to Harvard. I know what I'm doing. I mean, there's so much schmarm from stuff like that. But the Reds, as an organization, however, made the tough calls, made tough decisions, and, may, and went through a really tough season. 
setting up what is of course the reds are overperforming but they but what you're seeing right now that's when that what happens when the reds get hot they win 11 in a row this is what that team's capable of a young team a team stealing bases a team with the crazy cool guy and in de la cruz you're seeing things that matter and you're seeing things that are going to feed into the future of the reds when you watch the Rockies, do you feel that same way? Do you honestly feel, outside of maybe Ezekiel Tovar, that the Rockies are, you're fully confident in everything that they're planning for and building for for the future when it comes to the quote-unquote young guys? Mind you, the Rockies' prospects are older than a lot of these guys and much older than some of these teams that are going younger. But I saw something today that's interesting. As, as teams criticize the approach of these teams, look at what's happening. The Diamondbacks, the Reds, and I'm missing one more. I'm drawing a, a total. Oh, and the Orioles. How are they all doing this year? How are all those teams doing that year? Because if, I, if, I, if I'm pretty sure I have it correctly, those teams are either in first place or fighting for first place, and well above 500. Where are the Colorado Rockies right now? They're going through yet another five-plus game losing streak. They have yet to win their 30th game of the year, and they're a team that does not have a clear, concise, hey, this is the future, this is where we're going, this is what we want to do. Because why is Montero not playing more if that's the question? Why are you not buying in and fully embracing and going young if you truly believe in this in the youth and the prospects and the players that you have? It begs the question. It truly does. When are the Rockies going to fully commit to doing something to better themselves instead of hoping and praying and throwing stuff at the wall? The approach continues to be arrogance of we're a 500 team. Mind you, Dick Montfort said that in January before a lot of these injuries. Sure. But when you look at those other teams, they are better than the Rockies in almost every category. The Reds and the Rockies are probably close in home runs now, but the Reds are winning and the Reds have the signs and the and the young and the and the true developed young crazy cool prospects. The Rockies have never established an identity. And before it was kind of okay. Cause you because they were new, they they're still an expansion team. They're doing, you know, they're still figuring it out. And you kind of got to give them some time. But that time's passed. The Rockies are quickly being left further and further behind by not only the league, but the interest of the of of the of the market, the area. If the Rockies have a team roll into Salt Lake that's better than them, better managed, better run than them. What is the future really of this team? I don't think that the MLB is going to, uh, I know I said the MLB, gross. I don't think MLB is going to Salt Lake. Let me just put that little grain there. But this is a Rockies team 
that could do so much, could capture so much of the nation and the area, and maybe not big by population, but just general size and region. But instead, we constantly, constantly ask, what are the Rockies doing? Why are they doing this? What is their approach? Why aren't they doing this? What is that? And then we don't get any answers because the Rockies aren't fully committing to either one of their plans anyway. They're carrying three catchers right now. Why? Why? Elaris Montero is barely getting any playing time, and he was the top number one biggest underlying bold thing for the Nolan Arenado trade. And you're looking at things where I, I was getting texts where is there a world where those two get DFA'd? DFA'd. The two players that you got for the Nolan Arenado trade. That can't happen, but that's a reality. Because the point is, when we ask now what for the Rockies, we don't know. We can look at some parts of the farm system and the prospects and be encouraged and, and the performance, Nolan Jones, Brenton Doyle, and, and like what we're seeing from some of these guys. But we're kidding ourselves if we think the Rockies are on par with rebuilding and getting themselves back into a competitive nature. This team looks like it's in the Stone Age compared to the Reds and the D-backs and the Orioles. There's no way the Rockies are on that level as an organization. They're not even close. Let's play a little bit of the what-if game, uh, dive into the live chat here as well, coming up in segment number two, and uh, we'll do that coming up here after I tell you about our friends at Game Time. Game Time's got you covered if you're looking for those last-minute ticket deals. If you're like me, sometimes you're kind of on the fence about some of these events, especially concerts. You don't know what the schedule might be. Who knows when they're going to go on? But no, no worries if you want to go last second. Game Time's got you covered because they got flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event in your area. That's right. It's not just sports. If you want to go to the theater, if you're looking to go see that stand-up comedian, Game Time's got you covered. What I like about Game Time is you can see where you're sitting. They have the images of the seats, so when you're picking out your seats, you're going to get an idea of where you're going to sit, and that helps you plan ahead. I always like knowing where I'm going to sit, especially when it comes to seeing a show. So, Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Rockies podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. Find us also on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where Joel DeGrace, Furious MMO, Lux Ace, and more hanging out uh, here. And we'll dive into their comments here in just a second. But we're also available on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Don't miss out. Just search Locked On Rockies or Rockies. Uh, Colorado Rockies is for your play-by-play -play actions here. 
this next segment is going to be kind of a, a lot of fan-driven stuff here because I wanted to dive into the quick poll I asked on uh, Twitter here. Uh, and it's it's been active only for about uh, an hour or so, maybe, maybe a little bit closer to two hours here. I'll dive into those numbers here in a sec, but let's take a look at uh, what uh, our everydayers here in the live chat are saying. Joel Grace said Joey Votto looks like a beast in his return. I love him. And we talked greatly of him, but that call today, oh my, that's a veteran dude getting away with a veteran move because that was BS of the capital B and S kind. That's Joey Votto. Joey Votto is going to be laughing at that one, and the Rockies are going to be pissed about that one for a long, long time. Not probably not a long, long time, but just one of those things that'll irk you, especially as a pitcher, because it, it literally flipped the script of the game right there. Furious MMO says, we lost six in a row, won two, then proceeded to lose eight in a row. I, I think I think as the injuries mounted up by the end of May, we should have really expected this type of stretch. The problem is, like we talked about in the first segment, they're not embracing this stretch. You're bringing in Jorge Alfaro. You're doing these other things. The time is now to just play all of your young guys. This season is not salvageable, especially at this point. Joel DeGrace says something seriously needs to change in our front office. We need to trade in Crone, Hand, and Profar at the deadline. I wouldn't be upset if we dumped Brian at this point, but no one would take KB. Yeah, no one's touching that contract for sure. Don't I, I keep, you know, Profar and uh, Crone ain't getting nothing at this point. Uh, I mean, if he's not playing, he's not going to get anything for the Rockies at this point. I, I, there might be, it's more likely that Crone just will sit on the bench and ride out the contract slash potentially be DFA'd at some point, I think, than the Rockies trading him. I, I don't think your window to trade CJ Crone is closed. With his health issues this year, a team might take a, some sort of a flyer, but why would you even give up a lottery ticket for a player that might not even play I, I I just don't think I think the CJ Crone uh the CJ the time to trade Crone is has passed especially there and, and and certainly no one's taking on KB's uh contract after he hasn't played uh two se- at this point two seasons Lux Ace says this team is not good my only hope is when all our prospects are up like Veen and Montgomery well <laughs> Benny Montgomery ain't coming up for for a couple more years uh he's still a little too too young for that but uh uh, just wait for Zach Veen to have his playing time blocked by Chris Bryant uh, and uh, have that completely ruin uh, his development as well. I-, I think it's atrocious what the Rockies are doing with Aileries Montero. I got to get his name right, too. I think it's atrocious that the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the pronunciations and I'm still not getting his first name right. Uh, but the fact that Montero is still isn't getting he needs to work through this stuff. Boom, get him in the lineup today. Bing, a, a huge shot, looking dead red. That's what I want to see this year. I want to see Montero work through the slump and see as much Major League pitching as possible because I want the dude to hit 20 home runs next year. For the love of all that's holy in the world of baseball, the Rockies need 20 home run hitters. The big difference maker in this series. Again, the third podcast in a row I'm talking about this. What was the big difference in this one? Walks. And home runs. Even when the Rockies were hitting home runs, they couldn't hold on to their lead. Oh, golly, man. You just get more fired up because you just don't... The The, the most frustrating part about being a Rockies fan is, is, is uh, you want to be optimistic for the future, but the, 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 the crystal ball and the future is still so gosh darn convoluted uh, that uh, my buddy Jambron's telling me he thinks the the Nolan trade has set the Rockies back a decade 
A decade. It's a lot of podcasts I have to do before this team gets back to the playoffs, if that's the case. Uh, Lux A says, Paul, you should be their manager. Nope, no way. There's a, tons more people qualified, tons more people to know way more about baseball. I'm just a rock. I, 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 I love doing the show, and I love diving in with this, but I, I like to remind, especially when I look at some of these other, other hosts on the Locked On Network. I, I'm just, I'm kind of a kind of more the 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 gas baggy uh super fan type than than some of our other hosts which are are some of the best in the business at following and breaking down the games so uh, me and ben caspic there from locked on giants we have completely different approaches that guy could tell you all the numbers and why the uh, that that guy could tell us statistically why the rockies are bad i could tell you why the rockies are bad just from uh just from watching lux adds uh hoping 25 to 27 will be competitive again Maybe depends on uh, depends on what this team uh, wants to do. Uh, it depends on on how much they're willing to strip down, rebuild. I I truly don't think great change comes to the Rockies till we see great change happen within the front office and the organization. I, at this point, I'm really not confident in the culture and the identity in the environment that exists within the front office of the Colorado Rockies uh, that I don't think a new manager, I don't think a big, uh, you know, just doing the signings and all this stuff. I, I think the Rockies issues are, are way fundamentally at their core. I think the identity of the Colorado Rockies, I think the perception of the Colorado Rockies, I think the overall, I, I mean, there's so many issues about and within the Rockies, not only focusing on the team uh, that I don't think I really can't see myself feeling confident in this team uh, doing that until that because in the competitive window they opened the Rockies seemed like they were changing the Rockies only thing that they continued to not do was be aggressive with free agency and make trades at the deadline especially in competitive seasons I thought that was going to change but instead the Rockies have made terrible trades mishandled trade deadlines and mishandled free agency and signing periods. But hey, Bill Schmidt got his guy. Don't worry. Bill Schmidt still got Chris Bryant to be a Colorado Rocky. He always wanted him to be, and uh, he always uh, and, and he was always hoping. Um, Joel DeGrace says, I always hope they make a change, but I've been conditioned to expect them to do something stupid. We need to let, ki we need to let the kids play. We just signed Bartolo Colon to play first base. That's simply, that is kind of how it feels there. Um wanted to focus on this too because I think th this will be the crutch of the Rockies this offseason it is certainly something they're going to talk about and it'll certainly be one of the first excuses you hear from the Colorado Rockies uh organization here after this season uh it is uh the injuries they're going to blame this season on the injuries uh, and and rightly you know th there's a lot of them to to, to ignore the facts to to say that that you can't say the Rockies are were an injured team uh, that would be a lie. They are a, an incredibly banged up team, missing a ton of incredibly important pieces to their team. But I I did post on Twitter here on from the Locked On Rockies Twitter, and, and and this poll will still be open yet. There's 33 votes in uh, right now, and uh, this actually changed. So 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 that's some good news, at least some uh, some some hope here. Uh, 33 votes, 91% of them say no. The Colorado Rockies would not be a wild card team uh, if they were 100% healthy. 9% of the votes saying yes. I, and I added some context to that poll because I looked at it and uh, speak, I, I said Ben Kaspik for a reason because he uh, pointed out that the Giants are now in the first slot for the wild card. And I looked at the, and I, I was curious by the records of those teams because that's how you're going to know if the team's really, you know, I. 
you can kind of gauge if you're going to be a wild card team being in the hunt in the middle to end of June. That's you're, I think you're safe to say at this point in the season, we're kind of seeing that teams that are going to be fighting or at least in the conversation when the season winds down. San Francisco, Miami, and the Dodgers all have at least 40 wins. The Dodgers have the least at 40, San Francisco at 41, and Miami at 42. That would mean for the Rockies to be a wild card team or on pace to be a wild card team at this point in the season, they would need 11 to 12 more wins. Ask yourselves, do you really believe that the Rockies 100% healthy are plus 12 wins better? I don't. I think they're plus six to eight wins better. I think that helps them. I think the back half of the rotation still continues to be your problem, but I think when you have, if your veteran starters are able to, are, are healthy in there and give you some innings, uh, they're going to help you out in that series, uh, in those games. But uh, I don't think that this team is is as good as, as I, I think the Rockies on the last locked on uh, power rankings were pretty accurate. I, there are only a few teams I think the Rockies are better than right now. And those are the teams that are really, really bad. And the teams that have are, are continuing to, the teams that also, have a bunch of ownership and 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 front office question marks and issues. So, no, I don't think if healthy this Rockies team would be a wild card t- contender. And uh yeah, so a lot of fan stuff there, a little fan segment there in segment number 2, fan reaction to the Rockies eighth straight loss as the uh, Cincinnati Reds uh steal one yet again, Rockies blowing a lead. That's what's frustrating, man. Lots of times in this losing streak, the Rockies have had the lead early and lead first. And historically, the Rockies have been a team that does a lot of winning when they win, when they score the first run. Not the case in this weekend and not the case for eight straight games. Uh, I got one more question to ask on today's episode of Locked on Rockies, and that's, is it too soon to sell? I think you'll all know the answer to that one. It's not that crazy of a question to ask, I think, at this point. But we will. Coming up. In segment number three, this is the Locked On Rockies podcast, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel, where you can be an everydayer and part of the show, like Furious MMO, Lux Ace, Tiger Shark 600, who says, I think it's time for the Momforts to look at the team instead of their pockets. It'd be great. Never going to happen. <laughs> the Montfort's got a full stadium, baby. They uh, the, Those 30,000-plus attendance numbers that you're going to see all weekend, all those summer weekends, you know, you're going to see some light crowds during the week. But, uh, folks, Dick Montfort is going to be running the Rockies for a long, long time. I don't see any reason for him ever to sell. So uh, it's not soon enough for Montfort to sell, but uh, it's certainly – Time for the Rockies to start fielding phone calls and making trades. Why not trade when the iron might be the most hot for your team and or for some of these players? And in a moment where your season's lost, I, I, there's just no path back. I, I, I truly want to be positive and say such things. But again, the Rockies are twelve, at least 12 to 11 games back from a wild card spot right now. And those are all teams that are better than them and teams that have a chance to play the Rockies. And two of those teams in the wild card race, the Giants and the Dodgers, historically kicked the snot out of the Colorado Rockies. 2023 is a lost season. It is time to embrace the reality of an 100 lost season. It is here. It is most likely coming. The Rockies will not be saved at any point unless the the young prospects and the young guys really start an offensive breakthrough and really thundering and thumping, especially at home. 
the Rockies should be taking trade considerations and taking calls right now. It is not too early to sell. If you can trade Elias Diaz because he's playing the best ball he's ever had and to a team that needs a, a hard-hitting catcher, you should do it. If the Mariners or the Miami Marlins are, in fact, interested in Ryan McMahon, you should trade him for two ML, near MLB-ready arms because those organizations have the ability to do that. And guess what? You don't have to make and convince them. They're coming over in a trade. They're coming to play in Colorado. You need to be making your team better because looking at next year and looking at contract situations and looking what happens with the health, this rotation is in a complete mess and completely up in the air. The Rockies starting rotation should be completely reevaluated and it's going to be basically needed to be completely rebuilt. They're going to hopefully depend on Herman Marquez and them coming to the agreement and him coming back to the team and his and, and things of that nature. But Antonio Sensatella has now suffered two massive injuries back-to-back -back times. How much are you really going to, to commit and fully buy into that? I mean, I'm not saying that Senza can't come back, but his contract is you're 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 missing time on his extension yet again due to massive injuries here. These every frustration you feel as a Rockies fan and every frustration we as we watch it on the field is now just we're we are just in year what is it three of a downturn without a, 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 literally a free fall I, I i don't think it's it's that crazy to say that the colorado rockies have been in free fall since they last made the since collapsing in the pandemic season i i just and there's nothing that this team is doing and there's nothing than the actions that have been taken from this team in the offseason the way they're approaching a, a, a prospect like montero this year there's nothing that gives me hope that this team is going to to straighten it out. And I really do think the Rockies need to hit rock bottom this year of 100 losses. You need to hit 100 losses, you need to sell, you need to sell and rebuild and and beef up the youth and the potential and the future of this club. Because right now the future is this is this path Aging veterans filling in while mishandling and not getting young guys, young quote unquote guys, enough playing time and losing ball games. It's exhausting. It's a lot more fun to be a Reds fan last or right now. Bet you we didn't say a lot of that last year, but right now, I'd certainly rather be a Reds fan, rather be an Orioles fan, and boy howdy, do I hate saying this one. I'd rather be a Diamondbacks fan. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. This has been the Locked on Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and on Sirius XM. You can find us on the Sirius XM app and you can get all your play-by-play -play coverage of the Colorado Rockies on Sirius XM. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day, and thank you for being in the live chat. Lux, Ace, Furious MMO, Tiger, Shark, 600, uh, Tulo, Tulowiski. Oh, man. Now that's a name right there. Tulowiski? You like if you're a wiffle ball pitcher or a uh, a pitcher, whoo -hoo, that's a cool, if you, especially if you somehow have Tulo in your name. That's tight. I love that. Uh, but uh, shout-outs to my everydayers out there. Shout-outs to, uh, to all of you. Uh, hey, no matter what, with the Rockies, I still love them, and if you still love them, 
Keep tuning on uh, here to Locked On Rockies because we'll keep talking about them. Hey, for your second listen of the day, tons more great Colorado sports coverage on the Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and Locked On Buffs podcast. Locked On Fantasy Baseball's got you covered. And for your fantasy baseball needs and Locked On MLB, we'll take you out to the uh, uh, take you around the world of Major League Baseball. Best of luck there, uh, Joel DeGrace, and uh, we'll see what happens with the Rockies here. Breaking it all down for you each and every day here on the Locked On Rockies podcast, folks. Until next time, see you later.